This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. Senate Republicans and Democrats are drawing lines in the sand as they craft another coronavirus relief bill. Speaking to reporters this afternoon, Senate Majority Whip John Thune of South Dakota says Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell's approach will be very targeted. I'll be looking, obviously, to make sure that we're addressing the needs and the concerns of agriculture, America's farmers and ranchers. And uh, as the leader pointed out, uh, liability protections, uh, not just for businesses, but for healthcare workers, for colleges and uh, universities and um, schools across this country as well, who uh, could be hit with frivolous lawsuits if we don't take action. Democratic Senator Debbie Stabenow told reporters the Republicans are turning their backs on everyday Americans. And that goes for food assistance. That goes for state and local services and people who have those jobs who are on the edge right now. They need help, and it's real simple. You know, all they're saying is we need help in the middle of this crisis. McConnell says he plans to introduce a bill in the next few days. Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue said USDA is looking at options for future coronavirus relief for producers. I know you're all curious about what the future of CFAP will look like. What I can tell you is that Congress replenished $14 billion in the CARES Act for CCC. We're in the process of evaluating the COVID-19 impacts on the agricultural economy and looking back at the lessons learned thus far as we consider a second round of CFAP. Speaking in a video to the National Association of Farm Broadcasting, he also said USDA is considering additional commodities to be eligible in the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program. Purdue also didn't think a third round of the market facilitation program seems to be needed at this point along with CFAP as China increases ag purchases. Dairy advocates say producers have seen a dramatic improvement from what they faced in the spring, but say government support is still needed to deal with coronavirus impacts. National Milk Producers Federation President and CEO Jim Mulhern says the group would like to see a continuation of what was provided for dairy producers in the CARES Act. Direct payments to producers to cover market losses. We did have losses in the second quarter that it would be helpful to have some assistance there. The other key area is the federal government stepping into the market to buy product, take it off the market, and provide it directly into uh, into the food distribution network. He says producers do not want to see products purchased by the government go into storage and then come back onto the market later. Because then it depresses prices at a future date when that product comes back on. But making the product purchases now, moving them directly into the food distribution channels, to help those you know, millions of Americans who have lost work or who are underemployed uh, because there's been a lot of cutbacks just in you know, the, the hours people are working, uh, moving that product in to help those folks is a great way to provide support. Mulhern says producers would also like to see assistance for a milk donation program. Here's a word from our sponsor. Through unprecedented challenges brought on by the pandemic, American Farm Bureau has been the voice of agriculture, guiding leaders to the right policies to support farmers and assuring Americans that farmers won't let them down. Learn more at fb.org. A California appeals court has held up a verdict against Bayer in a case questioning whether Roundup causes cancer. The court said school groundskeeper Dwayne Lee Johnson presented enough evidence that glyphosate, an active ingredient in Roundup, caused his non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. In August 2018, a 
A jury awarded Johnson $298 million with $250 million of that in punitive damages. A trial judge cut the punitive damages award to roughly $39 million for an overall award of $78 million. The appellate court further reduced the overall award to $20.5 million based on Johnson's life expectancy. Bayer called the court's decision to cut the compensatory and punitive damages, quote, a step in the right direction, but we continue to believe that the jury's verdict and damage awards are inconsistent with the evidence at trial and the law, end quote. The court also affirmed the trial court in finding that Monsanto, now owned by Bayer, failed to properly warn consumers of the risks of using Roundup and that Monsanto was liable under Johnson's design defect claim. Read more of Steve Davies' story at agripulse.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade, environmental, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nully.